Hey friends, this is Hannah, and this is the Learning Disney Podcast. I'm incredibly excited for this episode today because not only do I get to talk about food in the new segment, but also we have a super incredible guest. But before we go ahead and start, as normal, let's talk everything news for Disneyland this week. And before we start in on all things holiday in Disneyland, I just want to say Johnny Depp may have been at Disneyland on Monday, which was the 7th of November. He has neither confirmed or denied, though everyone knows he was actually in Anaheim for a concert. And he even did like this video that someone posted on social media of him like talking like Captain Jack Sparrow. And from the videos of like influencers that were actually in the parks that saw him and interacted like as him as Captain Jack Sparrow and later saying, oh my gosh, that was probably Johnny Depp. Like even makeup on his hand to cover up tattoos, like the lightning bolt that he has on his left hand. So it was probably, I would put money that it was probably most definitely him or just an absolutely amazing actor that looked just like him. But I got like weirdly jealous (laughs) as someone like that doesn't happen to me often in regards to like people being in the parks. Like I understand I live far, far away and I can't go every week, but I was like, oh man, that would make my son's whole life if he saw for real Captain Jack Sparrow. So that's really exciting because I think there was a lot of stipulation that Johnny Depp would never do anything with Disney again, never because of everything that went down with his ex-wife, but that really like brought joy to my heart to see him still being Jack Sparrow because really who else can do Jack Sparrow? It is Johnny Depp, like one in the same, It like no one else can do that character like he did. So I just wanted to say that because that was a really exciting moment for me. Um, well, for everyone, I think that Johnny Depp was actually in the park. So just, even if you weren't there, it was still super exciting to see, but let's go ahead and go into the holidays. So this episode this week is focusing on holidays. So I'm really happy that most of the news that I get to share with you guys is holiday centric. So Disneyland is totally decorated and ready for the holidays, which is great. And we all know it was going to happen like two days before uh, the first day of the holidays in the park is. But what was really exciting was Tuesday, uh, Disneyland Holiday Foodie Guide finally dropped. And there is, you guys, 180 holiday items on the menu across the whole Disneyland resort. So that includes Disneyland, DCA, Downtown Disney, and as well as the hotels on property. So 81 of those items are brand new items where 99 of them have been served in the parks before. So Disney really brought it. (laughs) There's so much food. So it's obviously a lot, but some things that stuck stuck out to me was Gibson Girl ice cream is going to have a cinnamon brown sugar ice cream. I think I'm going to have to try that. I can see my husband really wanting to try the Think Miss sandwich from Jolly Holiday, which is like if you think of a classic leftover sandwich after Thanksgiving, that's what this sandwich is. It's turkey, stuffing, cranberry sauce, gravy. Like I can see my husband totally wanting to do that for breakfast or lunch one day. And then even the cold brew at Red Rose, which is a cold brew with eggnog flavor. That's what I see being at the top of my husband's list. But some other things I noticed was um, the mint julep bar will be doing maple beignets with a maple bacon dipping sauce. So giving like a very fall donut vibe over there. 
And then there are so many new churro flavors. There's candy cane. There's an apple spice dipping sauce of a mint chip. And then even a chocolate cherry pistachio. Like what? Like so much. And I finally admitted this to a friend the other day. I've never tried a flavored churro. I've taken a bite out of the Fluffernutter churro <laughs> that my friend Aaron let me take a bite out of. Um, but that's it. So I got those on my list also. And the last one that I'm going to mention is this pretzel that they're putting out at Pim Test Kitchen. Okay, get this. I'm going to read it directly from the foodie guide. So it's called the Atomic Pretzel. It's an apple bacon soft pretzel with cinnamon sugar salted pretzel with apple bacon compo compote, oh my goodness, cranberries, caramel sauce, cream cheese, and candied pepper bacon. What? Um, I am a huge fan of the Atomic Pretzel at Pim Test Kitchen anyways. Um, you kind of lost me a little bit with the cream cheese, but I am totally willing to try it. And I think I can get my, I can convince my husband to order that even if I might only take a bite. Go ahead and go look at the foodie guide because there's just a ton on there that it, it, it's almost like a whole like mini episode to just go over everything that they have. I'm even considering maybe canceling a reservation or two when we go for a week because it's just, it's so much that we're going to want to try that it's like, ooh, do we really want to do a dinner or a lunch at a sit-down restaurant when there's so many options to choose from and we're going to be snacking all day? Like, I just know our family. We literally don't buy snacks from the grocery stores because we are not responsible enough to have fun snacks in our house. So, and that's my husband and I, and our kids are total foodies too. So, and another thing is this doesn't include the food festival either. So there's still more food that's going to be out. So holy moly, it's going to be a ton. And I've never done holidays in the park. So I'm so excited. It, it's, oh, it's going to be so much fun. Another thing that I really want to point out is there's a lot of like take home souvenir food items, like the Mickey dishes and such. And, but one thing I really want to highlight is there's a new holiday popcorn tin and it's like a music box. So it's circular. It looks like it's about six to seven inches tall. And it's, for me, it's a must have. And I love that it can be added to holiday decorations and it's not in your face Disney. Cause I'm more of like a subtle Disney decor person. And what it is, is it, so it's circular, the popcorn goes inside it and then you spin at the bottom and the pictures on the side actually spin and there's a melody that plays and then it's only $28. So I'm 100% expecting this to be sold out by the time we get there. Like I am just expectation management. That's, that's a common phrase in our household. We try to make sure we are not setting our expectations too high and I'm just going to tell myself this is going to be sold out. And if I see it, then I'm going to be so excited because we won't be in the parks until the first like full week of December. And I just don't think it's going to be around. I think that's going to be a hot item. That was one of the first souvenir buckets that Disney put out for the holidays. And I've seen it all over social media. So it's it's going to go fast. So if you're there and you see it and you want to get it, if you have the $28 to spend, man, just freaking go for it. Um, and then another thing that I wanted to mention is there's a bunch of holiday themed magic bands available for purchase as well. I think, um, last time I saw there's only like three or four, so it's not a lot, but also super cute. Uh, we probably won't get it because this is probably going to be our once in a lifetime kind of like holiday trip to Disneyland. So we'll probably just get an average one that I can return to the parks with later without feeling totally out of place. Um, 
that's all I want to go over for news. So let's roll right into this episode. Today is a super special episode because we have a guest. You will probably know her from Instagram as the Disney RN. I feel very blessed to know her as Melanie. And even to put a cherry on top, she is also a fellow Pacific Northwesterner, which makes me incredibly happy. So welcome, Melanie. I'm so excited that you are on the podcast today. I'm so, so happy to be on this podcast. I'm so excited about what you are doing with your Hannah Learning Disney podcast. It's just so, so cool. And today's topic is probably the best topic we could have picked. It's so much fun. Yes. So if you are not familiar with Melanie's page, she is literally like a go-to for Disney tips and tricks, like specifically Disneyland. I know she's one of my go-tos. It's like she always shares like when things come like right on the scene from Disneyland and not only like park secrets. So I haven't even told Melanie this, but the how I found her page was actually... Uh, you shared like a a reel on how to avoid getting a heat rash <laughs> and oh, I was no. and I was preparing to go in the summer this was back in like April or May and uh-huh. I was like oh my gosh this lady's so smart I was like because that's like a such a common oh thing that people don't even like think about like and it's like in yeah. your arms and everything and so she you really yeah Yeah, so I asked Melanie to come (laughs) on today to share, like, her favorite secrets, her favorite tips, the things that she likes to share the most about Disneyland. And then later in the episode, we'll even dig into the Disney holiday season, and she'll give some overview of what Mm. she loved the most last year when she was there, and just, we're going to just talk Disney today, and I'm really excited for this episode yeah me too me too this is gonna be so much fun it's gonna be so much fun so first I want people to get to know you a little bit so and Melanie didn't know that I was gonna do this but what I'm gonna ask you just a couple questions so what would you say is your favorite snack in all of Disney uh popcorn I don't know what it is okay it's like they put something in the popcorn I'm like (laughs) a big popcorn fan like you know that um audio that's going around about the kid that likes corn yes yes (laughs) that that is me I like corn in the cob I like popcorn anything with corn that's so funny but um I love the Disneyland popcorn I pretty much get it every single trip every and um yeah every trip for sure we definitely do too, but I think it's more because my kids want the buckets and like I want the buckets mm-hmm. too. Okay, so, so now what's your favorite ride? Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. You know, um, I just always go back to Pirates. It's like a childhood favorite of mine. It's it's another thing I don't miss with every Disneyland trip. Mm-hmm. And the little bonus is that Pirates line is never terribly long. And when it's long, it like moves. And so the overall experience is just... It's so much fun, even in the line. So you can have the coolest ride ever, but if the line is absolutely horrid, it kind of takes away from it a little bit. And Pirates Mm -hmm. is just great from start to finish. From the time you enter the line, it's awesome. So do you have a preferred side? Mm. Like, do you prefer to get in the left side of the line or the right side? Because there's like a big argument on which is faster. Okay, I've been actually researching this a little bit on my trips because... Several of the lines have the double side. So Jungle Cruise, um, Big Thunder, and Pirates are three big ones that have the line that splits. So last trip, my friend Kat and I actually, we did like the challenge, the left or right challenge. And (laughs) I went left and she went right just to see. Like, we're like, what's the big deal? Just to see. And I made it like 
one minute and 30 minutes, one minute and 30 seconds faster. So, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, so I, I don't really have a preference. Though. There's not, it, there's not really anything to not prove whether it's short or not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now that we know you a little bit more, we can go ahead and just <laughs> dive into the episode. Over on the Disney RN, I, um, my little catchphrase is um, follow the Disney RN for more helpful tips for your Disney trips. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but I've been saying that at the end of my videos for um, over a year and a half now. And um, I guess I just honed in on that because that's what I'm passionate about. Really, mm-hmm. what drives my my Instagram and my passion for it is helping the everyday family, the everyday Jacks and Jills take their kids to Disneyland and try to make it a little bit easier, maybe a little bit more affordable and help you have less stress during your trips. That's just, I really have such a passion for that. And the more expensive it gets, the more important those tips and tricks are getting because you really want to maximize your time and not just like come away being like, that was a ripoff, <laughs> you oh, know? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, which is, which um, I feel like is a, what a lot of families are starting to feel these days, especially after mm-hmm. COVID with like the crowd increases and then the price increases. People are like, it's not worth it to wait in line for 50 minutes for a five minute ride. Absolutely. I agree. So like if I were to say kind of just off the top of my head, my top tips for people that are planning to dis- to go to Disneyland, number one is to like plan ahead because it's just not one of those trips that you can plan on the fly anymore. It's just not with park park reservations and the way that the parks have changed and just learning the lay of the land or getting a bit of an idea of what's going to what you're going to face when you get there. You you have to do some research. And thankfully we have, you know, social media with so many valuable accounts that there's a lot of information out there that will really be helpful for your trips. Yes. Um, so definitely planning ahead. Do not wait till the last minute. It just yeah. adds to the stretch stress tenfold. The other thing is to utilize the tools at Disney that are available to you. I might get flamed for saying this, but I really, I really, really love Genie Plus. And I still recommend Genie Plus mm-hmm. because even when the crowd, because it's really crowded at Disneyland yes. and Genie Plus consistently does what it says it's going to do so you can say you know it kind of stinks that you have to pay for it but it will actually do what it says it's going to do you will not wait in long lines like i timed everything out on my last trip even some of the more popular rides like space mountain we only waited like eight minutes with our genie plus in the middle of the day yeah so it's one of those things where it's holding its value so Genie Plus is one of the tools. Learning how to use the mobile order um, feature is also huge because mm-hmm. then you're not waiting in line for counter service restaurants. And then things like mobile checkout are going to really help. Just all those things help you avoid waiting in lines because yeah. that's like the worst is waiting in lines. Yeah. And um, what I what I always yeah. try to tell people is like, so for our family, we think the expense of Genie Plus is 100% worth it. Like my husband yeah. always says, like, my time is valuable and you can yeah. put a number to it and Genie Plus has right. put a number to it. So we yeah. definitely, <laughs> we definitely always plan for like at least half our time in the parks to use Genie Plus. Like get, yeah, get through what we want. We always make like a priority list that like I just yeah. keep in like my notes folder on my iPhone and I literally will just check it off and be like, okay, the next day, what did we not get through? Like, what was your must do for your trip? And so that's how we always try and use those tools to make sure we're getting everything out of it that we wanted to get out of it. 
The one exception though is I have never and I will never ever pay for an individual lightning lane. <gasps> really? For me, for me, the individual lightning lane is where I draw the line. Really? I feel like I feel like fundamentally it's it's where Disney draws the line a little bit. So I um call it a protest or whatever. <laughs> I cannot stomach paying the individual lightning lane and I don't recommend I so I never recommend it either because I'm never gonna recommend something I wouldn't do myself. Yes. Yeah. So instead, like um if you noticed I've I've got a little um offering on, on my page now a service that I'm offering it's personalized itineraries and so when I create those personalized itineraries if people have Rise of the Resistance and Radiator Springs Racers as a priority those two rides I usually um, create a strategy around making sure they don't have to wait in line for those rides and prioritize those rides so they mm -hmm. don't have to pay for the individual lightning link and I'm very happy to say I tried it out mm -hmm. and we rope dropped Rise of the Resistance and it worked so, so, so good. And so yes. I'm, I've got a, um, some updated content coming about that. Very Perfect. excited about how well it worked. Yeah. It yeah. That's great. awesome. Yeah. We always tried yeah. to rope drop, but <clears throat> the thing that sucks is like Rise, we've never really come across the ride being down, but racers, I feel like every time we try to rope drop racers, yeah. it's down and it's like we're a jinx for racers or something. But yeah, for yeah, us, it's tough. Yeah, it's not unless we're with our kids. Like if I have my kids with me, I will 110% pay that money. Like it's so right. worth not waiting <laughs> for me, like and my husband, like trying to ask a five-year-old and a three-year-old to be patient in a hundred minute wait line, like nope oh, right that's I'm true. not playing those games nope I'm not that is true yep then that's true and I don't have little kids for you guys I totally get that mm -hmm. yeah but when I'm it's just me <laughs> or me and my husband or me and my friends no I will single rider is my favorite right. that one I was gonna say we usually do the single rider line and it mm -hmm. works really well and half the time we end up riding together front and back but we end up riding together a lot of yeah. times Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't think people realize that they're so scared to use the single rider, but for some rides you're usually together, which works out. Yeah. Perfectly. Yep. And I've seen that on Splash Mountain too. Mm -hmm. A lot yep. of times the single, they'll get, end up in the same log and they're like, wow, this worked out. <laughs> and, and you're usually always in the back where you get the least wet, which is my favorite True. part about the single rider for Splash. Yep. Exactly. Love that. So it's all said and done. I always tell my families that I make itineraries for like be be also be prepared to be flexible. You know, if something is closed or some plan doesn't pan out, like be prepared to just move on to the next thing and also be prepared to just take a break and like yeah. not go hardcore every single day because you'll miss out on so much atmosphere and just the concept of relaxing when you're on vacation too so yes be, yeah. be prepared to throw away the plan um like <laughs> yeah. I say like have one have one really good commando day like day one commando genie plus open to close do as much as you can and then day two and three like the stress is off you already did the lion's share of what you wanted to do and you can just chill and just take in the magic of being at Disneyland. Right? I wish I wish I talked to you a couple of months ago before I did my first trip with my kids because we went hard two days in a row and it was way Ooh. too hard. That's <laughs> and a I was lot. Like, yeah, I was like, we are totally reframing how we do our big family vacation in December because we cannot do this again. Like, I cannot. Yeah. Like, I can't put me and my husband through this again. I can't put my kids <clears> through this again. 
Like you get so yeah. excited to try and do everything the whole time. And then you get so tired. It takes the magic you wear away. yourself out. Yeah. You hit the wall and all of a sudden it's like, you're not even there. You're just trying to get, you're just trying to trudge through Yes, and just get <laughs> to the end of the day. And you're like, please. It happens to the best of us for sure. But yeah, I always recommend uh, families with small kids. If you have kids in strollers, kids that still nap, kids that are potty training or kids that are sensory sensitive, take those afternoon breaks because everybody will benefit mom and dad included especially yeah. mom and dad like it's so <laughs> valuable and then you know you'll be able to enjoy the nighttime hours which are just as magical as like rope drop hours they're oh so special yeah i so, think yeah disney, disney at night it just like hits different like it's a whole different frame of magic that i feel like you can't even compare to daytime it's I true just, i adore it okay so do you have any like special pieces of magic that you adore like your favorite or like things that people don't notice in the parks because like so frequently people are well I've noticed with myself I'm so focused on taking pictures and videos I miss the little Mm -hmm. details in the park is there anything that you have like that that you that you really want to share with people I have a million I would (laughs) like I have a million um (laughs) I mean I could just take you on a tour in my mind but like from from like the morse code over at new orleans square to like the evil queen that pops open above snow white Mm -hmm. i recent today i did my reel about monstro oh my gosh monstro i had i had no idea i think probably like 30 minutes ago i was i watched that and i was like i thought so i thought the big magic from him was just the smoke coming out of his blowhole Mm -hmm. you totally rock my world with that I was like he blinks too (laughs) so yeah because well so last February I was there with some girlfriends and we were walking by and somebody randomly we were talking about Monstro and we were talking about we were talking about how Monstro looked sad we're like Monstro (laughs) looks sad and one of the gals said I think he used to blink and we're like no are you sure and we just had this back and forth conversation and ever since then it was like Monstro blink watch 2022 and then he finally (laughs) did it and I was like oh my gosh I have to make this real it's like a year in the making oh my gosh I know I loved you did like month by month each visit Uh you had gone to yeah yeah so all the things like that you know like just being able to find like the little door for the white rabbit's house Mm -hmm. and then um of course finding hidden mickeys is always really fun that's our favorite um yeah and then i mean every single attraction is just full of so many easter eggs and so much thought like ridiculous amount of thought that goes into it like here's one my friend casey over at our magical reality she told me once when we were on It's a Small World, you know how It's a Small World, the lyrics say, um, there is just one moon and one golden sun, right? Yeah. Every, every single room has one moon and one sun. And so that's one thing that you can like look for oh, in every room. Okay. So to match with like yeah. the lyric, it makes sure that it has, oh, okay. Yep. Every Never room has thought. one. Yeah. yeah, one. Yeah. So I stuff like that. I just love stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. just awesome. A lot of people don't know that there is a plaque at the flagpole that has the words from Walt Disney's opening day speech. Yeah, and I didn't know that mm-hmm. until I just did the guided tour when I was there, right before oh, Oogie Boogie, and that's one yeah. of the first stops that they do. And I was like, Yeah, oh, I had, like I have, I had no idea. 
that was a thing. No idea. Well, I think the magic on Main Street is the little magical details on Main Street are my favorites because because of what the tour guides tell you on the walk and waltz footsteps is it's what Walt Disney touched and Mm -hmm. he had a hand in that and it's just you can feel it it's so special like all the little details like the names up in the windows or people that were significant to the Walt Disney company and um, the lamp in up above the fire station in Walt's apartment just the lamp itself thinking like it's been lit ever since he passed away yeah just like I mean when I walked into the apartment the time that we got to tour it. I cried. Oh my gosh, <laughs> me like too. So I cried. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. glad I'm not the only one. I felt like I was no. the only one sitting in the corner like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I cried oh. and my um, my tour guide cried too. So, so oh. I had like, I had a really unique experience because I was the only one in the tour group. <gasps> no way! Yeah, so it oh was my gosh, me and our tour guide and so it was like super intimate and like she like had only been a tour guide for two months. Like it was her dream. She'd been in the Disney company for 13 years. So she was getting emotional and like, it's just making me emotional thinking about it. And she said like such sweet things. And she was like, Walt believed in you too. And it's like, Oh my God. Yeah. It was, it was a really cool experience. Yeah. It was amazing. I know it was a really special tour. I think um, I wasn't sure how, well received it would be and kind of like the Disney social media community just because there was a lot of things they shared on the tour that Disney fanatics kind of already know yeah but for somebody who maybe hasn't been to Disneyland in a while and they want to experience some of the little magical details via tour it's all going to be special yeah and you know like I feel because I know I I know when I did the tour it was like oh I know a bit of this I know mm-hmm. it, but it was also still like just sitting back and just hearing it and taking yeah. it all in was also really cool. So I could see where some people would be like, ah, oh, like that's not worth it. Cause I knew all that, but it's also like, yeah, you get into Walt's apartment and you can't just get into Walt's apartment. Like there's a lot of different things that go along with it. That is for like a Disney fanatic would probably mean more than just someone who's visiting there for their first time. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I kind of, even when I walked away um, from the tour, I was kind of like, I would have paid just to go up in the apartment. Like, oh, <laughs> yes. Heck yes, yeah. It's such, a, it's such a highlight if you, it's just such a highlight overall that, I mean, a dream come true. I mean, on my Disney bucket list, never, ever, ever in my world, like ever in my life thought that I would get to go up there and see that. Oh, so, yeah. so cool. But <clears throat> um, on that tour, they do highlight the Main Street residents up in the houses. Mm-hmm. You know, the dentist and the piano um, lessons and oh, yeah. the guy in the bathtub. I love that <laughs> back there so much. Like I will grab my coffee and I'll just sit down and I'll just listen to everybody and pretend like that the apartment above the lockers, that's my apartment. That's where I live over here. Yeah. <laughs> and I would just get like, <laughs> this is just my, my daily morning coffee. That I do. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. This is my little spot, you know. <laughs> And that's what I think. I I think people people don't even realize like so many people are so focused on looking for like the hidden Mickeys on rides. They don't realize that like there's stuff in between each land. There's things everywhere. Like one of Mm -hmm. my favorites is that 
the trees around the castle are all square just like how the, it is in the Sleeping Beauty movies like yeah it's just like the little touches absolutely everywhere throughout the park yeah scattered totally. everywhere yep really everywhere and little things too that other details like the little tower in the um what's it called the princessy area there's the tower oh, where her hair tower. lights up yeah. at night that's really neat yeah, that was my biggest thing that I was like, I am going to hunt down and figure out how often <laughs> this lights up. And it's uh-huh. every seven minutes. Hey, very good. Up. Okay, that was, I'm going to, I'm taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was like, I told my friends, it was after Oogie Boogie, there was like 45 minutes that Disneyland was open. And I was like, I am going to go over and I am watching this tower <laughs> until I figured out. So I sat there for almost 30 minutes timing it every time. And it was every seven very minutes. Very good. Very good. I love it. Yes. I love I'm, it. I'm here for you. <laughs> <laughs> We're just speaking the same language. Here. I know, exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, well, we'll have to take a trip sometime because I feel oh like we gosh. would appreciate so much the same things at Disneyland. Yes. It would be great. Yes. Yeah. And my that's like <clears> my, my husband's new goal in life is to find hidden Mickeys that other people haven't found. That is, that is like, that's nice. Like he found the Mickey on the armor in the last scene of Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, he found that? Yeah, he found that. He, like, you had to like turn around in the boat Uh to even see it. And it's only on one piece of armor. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, Austin, I have never seen anyone report that hidden Mickey. No. And And that's like like, Eagle Eye. Yeah. Eagle Eye. Yeah, he was like, yes. He's like, this is my new calling. (laughs) (laughs) And even my kids, they love it. Like my son, when we were waiting in line for Guardians for the Mm -hmm. Lightning Lane, he found three Mm -hmm. hidden Mickeys in the spill that's like throughout campus. And just like a, like maybe like a 10 foot radius. He found three of them. Like it's just like a, it's a family pastime at this point. Mm -hmm. That's so, so cool. I don't find hidden Mickeys often. But it definitely makes, um, if you get stuck kind of in a long line, it definitely like helps you pass the time because you kind of stop thinking about the line and you start looking at the details. Mm -hmm. And um, I like that too. I like having an excuse to slow down and look at the details because there's just so much. Yeah, my weirdo husband, yeah. his favorite thing to do is to be in the in the lines. He loves yes. He loves them because he's, he's just always in awe with the detail of the imagination, yeah. what they put into it. He's like, I do not mind waiting in, as long as they're not ridiculous. Like, he's like, I don't want to wait yeah. all day. But he's like, I love the cues. Like, it's one of his favorite parts of the parks. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're so, so, they've just done it right. It's really uh, cool. Yeah, they've done great. Do you want to move on to holiday? <clears throat> The holidays. I think I think that's good. I think we can move on to holiday. Don't All right. Me. And this I have I have literally no idea. This is gonna be my first holiday season in the parks. So I'm oh, gonna be here cool. just asking questions. <laughs> so cool. We're going Yay. we'll be in Anaheim the fourth through the tenth. So we'll like the fourth and the tenth will be our drive days, and then we're spending four days in the parks with a rest day in between. So We'll be there for that a little is bit. awesome. Mm-hmm. So cool. You guys are going to have so much fun. I'm so excited. Um, so last year was my first real year just like soaking in the holidays at Disneyland. It was actually my very first ever solo Disneyland trip. Oh, really? Um, uh-huh. First time I didn't have like major plans with anyone. I did meet up with a couple people while I was there, but 
I just planned on being by myself and like seeing how I felt about it. <laughs> yeah. And um, it turned out to be just a really great experience because when you're by yourself, there's zero stress and zero expectations. It's just like, huh, I'm just, I'm here. Like yeah, I'm you, just here. And you can change um, your mind without having to ask anyone what they think. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The, the only, I would say the one downfall is that it's harder to try a lot of foods because you're the only one that's there to eat them. So <laughs> more expensive for sure. Yes. But I've been to Disneyland a few times over the years during the holiday season. And until this year, it was kind of by accident. It was like we were either PCSing and we made, we worked it into our, our move. Or, and then once we went in um, November and we had no idea that the holiday decorations and everything were already going to be up. So that's a really great like segue as to like the facts of what's up around holiday time. You know, mm -hmm. we, we're going to start November 11th. Decorations will probably pop up in the days leading up to the November 11th launch of holiday time at Disneyland. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um and you, if you go right away, it's going to be pretty busy the first week at least because um, there's quite a bit of coverage from social media. And then it gets busier in December as kids have their winter breaks. As soon yeah. as the winter breaks, oh man, oh man, it's probably the most crowded time of year. Oh, um, we are pulling our kids out of their last week of school in hopes to avoid... <laughs> those crowds yeah, I mean my I daughter's think... only in kindergarten so it's not like she's missing like right. finals <laughs> but I'm like we've got to figure out how to try and yeah. get those crowds well I think you guys are going to be just right I think you guys are going to time it perfectly earlier in the month it's not quite as busy but as you get closer to Christmas it just gets packed and then the week between Christmas and New Year's is also very very busy yes um, but it's still so fun there's so much to do um, the key thing, you know, is right now it's pretty crowded at Disneyland all the time. And so really like my number one advice is rope dropping. Yeah. Rope dropping all the way. I mean, like to get there, if the park opens at eight, get to the gates at seven fifteen. Mm -hmm. Be one of the first. When I was there on Tuesday, they were actually letting people through the turnstiles at seven twenty. Oh, that's so not nice. Seven thirty. Mm-hmm. You're always, no matter how busy it's going to be that day, you're always going to get the most done if you get their rope drop and, um, and then take a break and then come back and stay till, till the park closes. That All of that being said, the holidays, some of the most wonderful times to be at Disneyland. I mean, just from like the giant, amazing Christmas trees to having like holiday music in the background and just the smells and the characters and their cute like holiday outfits. It's just such a fun place to be. I'm just over here. I'm just like closing my eyes and just like, <laughs> it. I'm like, mm, I can almost smell like it's going to be so fun. <laughs> the gingerbread and the cinnamon. Oh, oh yes. yes. <sighs> um, so I did write down, it took a couple notes here. So okay. as far as like the best things to see and do at Disneyland during the holidays, this is really just my personal preference. Um, mm -hmm. My favorite, some of my favorite moments were watching the tree lightings. So, yes, and that was yeah. I had a question because I wasn't sure if it was just like is that only on November eleventh or is that every night? It is every night. Oh, that's awesome! So every single night they will have a tree lighting both at Disneyland and California Adventure. And the nice thing is they do post the times for these. Okay. So I highly recommend they're not to be missed. It's just so special. 
it's so impactful. Like you just think, oh, it's just like, you know, whatever. No, that's it's pretty amazing what they yeah. do with their, their Christmas trees. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so the, the holiday tree lightings, um, you're going to find a um, pattern here. Okay? okay. Okay. So the It's a Small World holiday lighting as well is also on the top of my list. So around oh. dusk. Okay. Yeah. So it's a small world will be all decorated. And mm -hmm. during the daytime, the biggest difference you'll see on the facade is that the little clock has a Santa hat, right? And you okay. can kind of see that there's lights on the it's a small world facade, but they are not lit up until like dusk. They will have the time in the app as to when they're going to do the, the lighting. And it's so special what they do. And it's amazing what they do on it's a small world with the lights it's just like nothing else you've ever seen and then you can get in line and you can ride the ride mm -hmm. so and yeah. the whole inside has changed because it's just there's a holiday overlay right yes okay from start to finish the music is different and everything is decorated it's so incredibly festive that even if you are not a fan of it's a small world that's me. you will <laughs> love i know yeah i don't always write it's a small world but i love it's a small world holiday it just instantly puts you in just like it just fills up your holiday magic cup it's just okay. so fun yeah i'm kind of um, known yeah. by my friends to like not like it's a small world but <laughs> my mom when you're I not the kid, only one <laughs> yeah when i was a kid my mom had this watch that every time it hit the hour it would sing it's a small world and i think it like messed me uh, yeah. up <laughs> for life you're like, I can't. but i'll only do it when i'm with my kids or if i'm doing some kind of like weird challenge that i like set up for myself but yeah mm -hmm. so I, but i am really excited yeah. Cause it like, that's what I've seen. The very brief glimpses is that like, it looks like everything is changed on the inside. Like it's a whole it different is. ride. Yes. And there's um, other different little special surprises inside. Um, all that I want to say, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody oh. that's listening. Just keep all of all five of your senses open is all I'm going to say. <laughs> Suspicious. That's <Yeah>. exciting. <laughs> um, the other the number three, like, actually, this one's probably number one. My favorite lighting at Disneyland is called Wintertime Enchantment. And this is where they actually do an official, like, lighting of the castle every night. And no so way! If, mm -hmm, they do a little, it's not a very long ceremony. It's maybe, like, three to five minutes. But it's, it's like, they do this little lead up and there's a little boy is talking to his mom or something about Christmas and then I can't remember how it all works you can find it on YouTube if you didn't mind the spoilers but I stake out a spot nobody else does but I do because <laughs> there's just something about like the music and this the way that they light up the castle it's so beautiful and then they do have snow so it's just <gasps> Ooh, so beautiful. special Oh yeah. my gosh. I just felt like a kid for a second. I was like, ooh. It's <laughs> I, so fun. I've never heard of that before. Like, never. Yep. That's so wild. Because okay. It's not really, it's not, um, it's, it's not, not like fireworks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just like this nightly little lighting that they do. And to me, it's, it's so, so special. I just love, I love the music. I hope they never change the music on this yeah. one um, because it's so beautiful. And then, oh, of course, there is the fireworks. Um, yes. The fireworks believe in holiday magic fireworks spectacular 930. I think it's going to be every night because I'm looking on my calendar right now on a Thursday. 
Mm-hmm. So, um, but definitely make sure you're checking the times and the park hours and events and stuff because during Christmas time or during the winter time, parks sometimes um, close a little bit earlier than they do in the summer. And then um, sometimes fireworks only show on select days, just depending yeah. on mm-hmm. demand and all that kind of thing. But strangely enough, I've never actually sat and watched the Believe in Holiday Magic fireworks spectacular because for what I think last year it was only on the weekends and I had come on a weekday. So yeah. that's something okay. I get to look forward to. And then another thing I always like to warn people is if it's windy, the city of Anaheim will not allow mm. Disneyland to put off the fireworks. So just if right, just prepare for if it's a windy day, like it might not happen because they have to protect all the residents and businesses that are very close to Disneyland. Very close. Yeah. So they will, um, as a consolation prize, you'll always get to see <laughs> some kind of a like projection. Yeah. Yeah. Projections and music and it'll be fun, but it's a little weird when there's no fireworks. It's like, Oh wait, something's missing. But it's still fun. I really love the projection shows too. Like, yeah, with the first time, the first couple times I went, there was no fireworks. And I don't know if it was wind or like what day I went on, but the projection show was just equally as much fun for me. Like I was nice on main street as yeah. Adult. It's fine. Um, (laughs) It's totally fine. (laughs) It's totally fine. Yeah. So it's totally okay. So have you seen the holiday parade? Yes. In fact, I, um, I've seen the holiday parade a couple times and I do remember one of the trips that we, it's been the same parade for a really long time. I believe it's, I think that it's, it's one that people just love so, so much. They really haven't changed it very much over the years because I remember when my kids were younger and we were there during Christmas and we watched from the train station. I remember it was all the same, but it's, it's such a great parade. Last year I was super, super lucky. And a friend of mine tipped me off that while I was there, ABC was going to be filming the Christmas day parade special. So we got to sit at the hub. We waited a little while, but we got to stake out a spot, sit at the hub and watch the parade as they taped it for ABC special. It was so cool. That is really cool. It's a really, really fun parade. They've got the toy soldiers and the floofy, like really squishy, squishy snowmen that bounce around. <laughs> They're my favorite. <laughs> and then, um, and then of course Santa at the end. I think Mickey and Minnie and the Fab Five are closer to the front because yeah. Santa's the one that kind of he's kind of the headliner of this one. He's the finale. So, yeah, he's the finale. Yeah. So it's a really great parade. Definitely not to be missed. It's super fun. I'm really mm. excited for my kids to see that one. They will love it. They will really love it. It's a great one. And then, of course, it's a, um, sorry, Haunted Mansion Holiday continues Mm -hmm. until January 1st, January 2nd. So if you didn't get to see Jack and Sally with the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay, don't worry. It is there all the way through Christmas. Yes. The holidays collide. The holiday, because who knows? Do you think Nightmare Before Christmas is a Halloween or a Christmas movie? Halloween. Halloween that's what I think I think that's (laughs) that's like the big question people I have seen people like fight on social media over that question definitely Halloween yeah that's um I mean I think it's fun the way that they incorporate Christmas and stuff but it's definitely Halloween Mm -hmm. we're on the same page Melanie we're on the same page. yeah I know we're like (laughs) we're tracking yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> so uh, some other things that happen during Christmas is, you're, first of all, obviously you're going to see decorations all over the park. But the cool thing is when you go from land to land to land, you're going to see land specific holiday decorations. So I should try and do a reel sometime about like going on a Christmas tree hunt because you can find Ooh. different little Christmas trees that are themed to the lands. So oh, one in so particular cool. that I always look for is over in Adventureland above the tropical imports by jungle cruise there's like a jungle tree and it's got the ornaments are like bananas and coconuts and stuff like that oh yeah it's really okay. fun yeah mm -hmm. i've heard about like the winnie the pooh tree i guess is always really yeah. cool in critter country yeah. okay yeah some memories are being jogged right now yeah of course there is always themed food mm. and merch and the merch um themed food we we do not have a foodie guide yet no and not i was reviewing disney parks blog they came out with their um, holiday season guide october 11th and according to the verbiage here the foodie guide should be coming quote unquote sometime next month yeah so um sometime in november we'll get a little bit more details about the food they did give a preview that I don't think includes, oh, Disneyland, we're going to get the Red Rose Tavern Holiday Grace stuff. And that's the only thing that they told us. Yeah. That was I, it. <laughs> I was a little disappointed, but I am excited that they at least let us know that there's going to be like a holiday, like food festival. I'm really excited for that. Yes, definitely. And we can talk a little bit about the candy canes. Oh, yes, um, please. Because I, I yeah. have that on my list to ask you to give people details, because I don't think people realize how intense it is to get candy canes at disneyland yes um wait before we go move on to candy canes let's okay. talk about the can the candlelight processional because that's oh, huge yes okay yeah <clears throat> i almost forgot um but the candlelight processional is such a special i want to say program or presentation or it's such a special i can't even i don't want to call it a show because it is so much more than that and so um for the candlelight processional two showings on Friday and two showings on Saturday of the first weekend in December. So yeah. guess when I'm coming. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm tracking. I was tracking that. The latest rumor is it's the first weekend of uh, December. Of December. So this show is so spectacular. I would rival, I would say it's the very best thing that Disney does all year at Disneyland. Oh, it's wow. so, such a beautiful show between the incredible choirs that they pull together from local choirs and then the actual candlelight processional that that um, starts all the way in small small world and makes its way all the way to the train station it's so beautiful and then of course they have a celebrity reader last year it was sterling k brown from this is us and he mm -hmm. was phenomenal i i can't imagine who they're going to find to beat him out because he was so good so but is this is, sorry, mm. is this a televised event or is it just for people that are in the parks? It's just for people that are in the parks. Oh, man. So, okay. And basically what it is, is it is a reading. It's a special reading of the nativity story. And it includes choirs singing Christmas carols um, along the story, as well as the special reader who reads the story. Oh, wow, and, that actually, um, that kind of surprises yeah. me because I feel like Disney kind of tries to stray away from being like one kind of like religion religion specific yeah they do that okay yeah I yeah and that's been my fear over the years is that 
someday they would do away with it because it's such a beautiful show even if you don't follow the christian faith mm -hmm. it's such an incredibly beautiful show and it's not to be missed it's so beautiful yeah. so, um, I, so I, I know very little about this but i heard it's really only people that are like club 33 members like big ceo names in the disney corporation and then like maybe they'll choose people that have waited in line like all day to fill seats. Is that kind of mm -hmm. how you understand it? Cause I, I really don't know anything. This is just what I've heard like through the grapevine about it. Yeah. So last year I um, was basically stalking every single blogger that I knew that was there <laughs> because my FOMO was like palpable. It was, I had so <laughs> much tangible FOMO. Yes. But um, yeah, so they, um, they set up the stage a couple days before, and then they start setting up the chairs. And so that whole area around the flagpole, that whole area in town square will be full of chairs. And the chairs are reserved for club 33 members first, and then I don't know, dignitaries or whoever else, uh, okay. VIPs. Mm -hmm. And then, um, Anybody else is welcome to stand and watch the show. And you you can get a pretty good like spot, a viewing spot, even if you're not sitting in the chair. But last year they did start pulling people who were like sitting on the curb all day. What? Um, maybe like an hour to showtime to fill the seats. So they will they will fill the seats. Mm -hmm. So that was really cool for people to be able to have a place to sit, especially after they were sitting on the curb all day or, you know, like you really have to be like part of a group and be like, mm -hmm. okay, tag me in, you know, like, yeah, I'm here to sit for the next hour. And it's especially locals, like locals are magic key holders, you know, are really, really hot on like watching the show. So they're not, they don't mind to sit there all day. Yeah. Like they can come to Disneyland whenever they want. Well, not whenever they want, but a little more often than some of the rest oh, of us. Oh, <laughs> like the rest of us that have to fly yeah. or drive in. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, it's it's such a special show. It's definitely worth worth um, worth watching. It's worth waiting a little while. I'd wait longer to watch that than I would to watch like the fireworks. Oh, yeah. It sounds like, it. especially if this is totally. like once a year, like you <clears throat> can just watch from anywhere. Like you have to mm -hmm. essentially kind of be invited or like get some pixie dust to be part of that. Mm-hmm. But even if you don't have a chair, um, you can definitely see oh, okay. um, the show. And there's two shows a day. So just like with Fantasmic or other nighttime shows, there's a really good chance the second showing will be less busy. Oh, okay. So to that's improve like, your chances. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's like the Disney secret. If there's two shows, yeah. <laughs> go to the later one. Yep, exactly. I would say that sounds like one of your bucket list items. Absolutely. For yeah. 2022, this is my bucket list item for 2022. You, I am putting it in the universe. You are going to get a chair. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I want to live vicariously through you. And Well, you know so. what? You're going to be there. I think you're going to be there. Yeah, but I'm not going to, uh, like, I just have to be realistic. No matter how much I want to do it, I, I won't do it when I'm there with my family. Like, I won't wait all day. Not wait all day. But since... Yeah. Let's see. Since you're going to be there. Oh, you won't. Well, the fourth is one of the days. Do you have a reservation on the fourth? No, no, no. It's the second and the third. Yeah. It's actually the second and the third. Darn it. I was going to say, I thought about <clears throat> us going earlier, but then I was kind of like, maybe I want to miss that traffic. Like maybe because like asking my kids to go through that, mm -hmm. they're going to be like, Screw, yeah screw the candle lighting i don't care yeah let's go see <laughs> let's go ride big thunder let's go see a princess yeah it will be busy um at least main street will be very very busy mm -hmm. 
So for people that this isn't a priority for, that might leave the ride wait times open, like a lot shorter for everyone else that wants to take advantage of that. Absolutely. I would, I would agree. Yep. That would be a good opportunity to go ride some rides. Mm -hmm. All right. Now is it time to talk candy canes? Yeah, we can talk. Yeah, for sure. So I don't even. I don't even like candy canes, but everyone hypes up the Disneyland candy canes so much that I'm, it is on our like top <laughs> of my list for our visit is to get candy canes. So a lot of people posted because Disney um, announced the dates that they're going to have candy canes available for sale. And it's important to note that they are only sold at Trolley Treats and Candy Palace. And they're only sold at one park at a time mm-hmm. and only on select days. So last year was the first year that I tried for a candy cane. It, of course, it was easier because I was on a solo trip. Yes. Um, and so I rope dropped over California Adventure. And then since I was one of the first in the parks, I immediately got in line for the candy canes. It was actually really cute because they had a guy dressed as a candy cane to like show you <laughs> where no the line way. was. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was so cute. And they had like photo ops and stuff. It's a really special like tradition. It's a 54 year tradition at Disneyland. And so <sighs> you get in line and then last year was the first year they used a virtual queue. Super easy. You scan last year, you scanned like a QR code and it gets you in the system. Generally they are limited to one per person. You can't buy extra for other people. You have to like register each guest and each guest only gets to claim one candy cane. Okay, they so are quick question yeah. So mm-hmm. just because I don't want to lose that. So for mm-hmm. per guest, so like mm-hmm. if people are bringing in their kids that are like two and under that don't have yes. like park reservations because they don't need yes. them, do they count or is it only for those people that actually have physical tickets? That is a really good question. Yes, they count. They count. They count. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, they definitely count. Um, It's like, you know, one per human. Per human. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. Okay, thank you. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Not at all. That's a good detail. What makes the Disneyland candy cane special is that they are hand pulled there at the candy store or the candy shops. And Mm -hmm. what I found was so fun was just sitting at the window and watching them hand pull this peppermint candy was incredible. So, so cool. And the candy canes are giant. Like I measured them last year. My candy cane was 14 inches (gasps) by four by one thick, one inch thickness. Like Shut they're over a foot long. The front door. Because they don't uh-huh. look that big in the pictures. Like I was guessing no. like six inches. They're huge. They're huge. And, okay. And they are delicious. They are definitely delicious. Although it's really, really hard to like actually say you're going to eat your candy cane because it's so precious. <laughs> but um, once you, so once you're in the virtual queue, um, last year, the way that it worked was you would receive a text when it was your turn. And you had to be back at the selling location within 30 minutes or you would lose your place in line. I mean, and they, they are strict about the candy canes because they're so exclusive. I hightailed it over there from Guardians of the Galaxy and I purchased my candy cane. And then, um, so when you purchase your candy cane, it comes pre-bubble wrapped because they are actually, they're actually a little bit fragile. Okay. Um, because they're so big and it's such fresh, like legit peppermint candy, it's a little bit uh, fragile. And if it breaks, you do not get a replacement. 
Yes, because Disney's really usually very good about, like, if something breaks from the candy store, they'll replace it. They've done that for my kids before. Oh, yeah. I've broken mugs mid-trip and gone back, and they'll get me a new mug or ornaments or something like that. But But the candy cane, this is the exception. And so, sad story. Mine totally broke on the (gasps) way home last year. Yes. I had it, like... I had it in like a really cushy spot of my suitcase under layers and layers of like cushy stuff. And I thought for sure it was going to make it home and it didn't. It actually was like broken in like 10 places. I was oh like, my oh, God. like it didn't just break in half. It broke into multiple pieces. So huge recommendation. If you are going to get a candy cane, bring some kind of a hard container, like a snapware or Rubbermaid container of some kind. If you have to get on a plane or something on the way home to keep it from getting broken. So, cause that's what I'm definitely going to do. Like, like bring a snapware and line that sucker with bubble wrap. (laughs) So bring a snapware, bring bubble wrap, bring wrapping paper. You'd wrap your glass dishes in for moving. (laughs) Just be. And they wrap it really, really well for you, but it's just one of those things that it's legit. It's so authentic that it's actually quite fragile because it's real. They're very, very real. So, but I still recommend the experience. Um, One of the most magical parts last year was a, it was kind of a little magical surprise. And the executive chef of Disney last year of Disneyland parks was standing outside trolley treats, chatting with guests. And I got to stand there and talk to him for like 30 minutes about how much he loves working for Disneyland and how much he loves the candy cane tradition. And I mean, we took a picture. It was just, it was really special. So I'm definitely going to try to do it again this year. Oh, that's so cool. And did Mm -hmm. so for that opportunity, was that just like a random day or was that like the first day? Like it just like, there's, there's no way to plan that. Right. That's just like magic, like pixie dust, like that's yeah. Yeah, I think it was just, I think it was just pixie dust. I don't think that it was any particular day. I know that he had said that like he loved the tradition so much that he does try to show up and chat with guests because he's he's so proud of all of his candy makers. Like Mm -hmm. they they talked about the process and they get to the, um, they get to the location at like 3 a.m. And the like the bakery inside is like temperature and moisture controlled. Mm-hmm. It's like this whole thing, like, and um, the process is so cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause yeah. all of that comes down to like, it, people don't realize how much baking sometimes comes to a science. I have a friend that yeah. loves to bake. And when they were redoing their kitchen, she chose a specific type of marble to oh. help with like how she baked. Yeah. It's a whole process. It's all a science. So mm-hmm. yeah. If you have a, if you have a kid that's like a science whiz that loves that kind of stuff, they'll love talking about how how they use, how they make the, the candy canes. Cause it starts off a lot with like crystallization and stuff like that. It's really cool. That is really cool. So since we're over at California adventure, and I think we covered most of the, most of the highlights of what makes um, the holidays over at Disneyland park. So special California adventure has a special flavor during the holidays too. And Um, It just keeps getting better every year, I feel like. My favorite part of California Adventure during the holidays is Buena Vista Street. I just, there's something about that 40s, 
big band swing music to yes. Christmas. I play it in my kitchen all Christmas. I just <laughs> love it. I love like, and then the Christmas tree also reflects just the beautiful nostalgia of like the 1940s Christmas. And there's a lot of Christmas trees that you can find on Buena Vista Street in the shops. There's one that's my favorite. It's just like completely just covered in tinsel like your grandmother used to do. Oh my god. I just love that so much. But um there's a tree lighting um there's a tree lighting at Buena Vista Street every night too. The big challenge is it's really hard to catch both of the tree lightings. You can't really catch them both in the same night. So you have to kind of prioritize seeing one each night. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. The food is really good. And this, this year, I think that having the red car trolley back is really going to add to the holiday flair. Oh, I can just I think picture, that's going to be cool. I can picture the wreath and the garland already. Like it's going to be. Perfect. Yeah. So fun. And then um, Festival of the Holidays is um, highly anticipated. It's mm-hmm. so much fun. What I love about Festival of the Holidays is that we get to celebrate Christmas, Navidad, Hanukkah, Diwali, Kwanzaa, Three Kings Day. And so you just get this wonderful um, cultural experience and the food and the um, entertainment and everything is just, it's just so much fun um, over at um, Pixar Pier, that area over there. So lots of food. Golly, I could not try a quarter of the wonderful offerings they had with food so definitely like do a little bit of research once the foodie guide comes out and pick out some of your top things to try yeah so So, do you know and i don't know if they did like the pass like the holiday festival pass like for the i just totally like the word for it Um, oh the sip like this like pass yeah yeah yeah. so do you know Mm -hmm. are those different food items versus what will come out on the foodie guide or will those kind of play together so the i don't know if we know that yet but yeah um so most likely the sip and savor pass is just going to apply to like the festival foods and the Mm -hmm. festival related booths and things Mm -hmm. the foodie guide will highlight all the holiday foods throughout all the the parks parks. that's right okay Mm -hmm. yeah so anything that's new for the holidays it will highlight those those items perfect okay Mm -hmm. as you work your way around to pixar pier they have the via navidad street party which is so beautiful and so fun and that is all about um, Navidad. And so um, the Via Navidad street party is a super fun and energetic, like, like Hispanic Latin street party that celebrates Christmas. And there's beautiful flamenco dancers and Minnie and Mickey and all the crew like have the most beautiful, colorful floats and outfits. And it's just so much fun. Oh, that one's so, so, cool. so fun. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know about that either. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was looking up the park hours and for California Adventure, it says it doesn't have anything under parades. So <laughs> yeah, I noticed that technically too. it says no parades, but the Via Navidad street party, it's kind of like a little parade. It starts down near Paradise Gardens and it kind of just heads down Pixar Pier. And then I don't know where it stops, but I don't think it goes all the way through the park. And then there's also what I would say is a parade, which is the Mickey's Happy Holidays. Um, okay. I think they're calling that more of like a street party, but last year it was more of a parade format. It started with the fabulous 
the holiday toy drummers. They are so cool. If you're if you're gonna like have a little bucket list for what to see over at California Adventure, make sure you put the holiday toy drummers on your list because they're okay. so good. But that was a fun kind of like a new. I feel like it was like a new parade. It's it's not super long, but it was kind of like a new parade last year, and okay. they brought it back, which is so much fun. Okay, hopefully they'll have it again. Oh, and so then during Festival of Holidays, they have a stage up on at the Paradise Gardens area. They have so many great acts up there from like jazz bands, the toy drummers play, um, the mariachi divas. They've got mm -hmm. salsa, merengue, rock Latino, powerhouse vocals. They've got blues. They've got so many great acts that come to play um, holiday stuff. Lots Perfect. of holiday goodies. Oh. Yeah, it's really fun. So pretty um, much the parks are just packed with holiday goodness. Like from the yeah. 11th of November all the way through January, people are going to be able, it'll be easy. It seems like easy to find it. Just like like Halloween, it's not oh, yeah. really hidden. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Yep. Everywhere you turn around, there will be some kind of a street party going on or a band playing and you will not be able to escape the holiday magic. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I don't and we don't want to forget that Santa is going to be at oh, the Redwood Creek Challenge that's Trail. Right, that's right. Yeah. Santa is going to be at Redwood Creek Challenge Trail so you can get your pictures with Santa while you're at Disneyland. That's awesome. And do you know, is that part of like the photo pass? So if you do Genie Plus, then it'll come with. And then if you don't, it's an additional charge. I have no idea. That is a very good question. That I'm is a sure, very good question. I'm sure that because mm -hmm. I I've looked that up and I haven't been able to see. So hopefully they'll come with as they start to announce more specific holiday stuff for the parks. Yeah, it would be nice if it was part of Photo Pass. Yeah, it would. Let's pray. It would be nice. Pray, <laughs> pray for that, please. Uh, yeah. Um. And and then we have World of Color, Season of Light. Something else I still haven't oh, seen. Oh yeah because of the days that I happen to go and that um, has but, been that has been confirmed that that is coming back too I saw that yes, this weekend yes mm -hmm. and people really love that show so it's on my list not to be missed this year is the world of color season of light the only other thing that we didn't really mention too much is that this year there's the holiday time tour at Disneyland oh um, yeah so it's kind of like the tour you we all went on Walt's <laughs> Main Street story there yeah, so there's the holiday time tour. That one, I'm not even sure what to expect. I think they're going to take you around and show you the decorations, explain the way that Disney does their decorations only the way only Disney could do it, I suppose. Mm -hmm. But it also includes a reserved viewing for the Christmas Fantasy Parade. So that's kind of a nice little bonus. Yep. And then they'll um, also bring you, you'll get on a couple of rides. The one that is for oh. sure is it's a small world. I'll take you on. It's a small world. And then the description also says like, and maybe a few more. So it's kind of like open-ended. Mm. So cool. That's fun. That sounds unique. Yeah. But I don't, something that people have asked me is I do not believe you get to go in Walt's apartment with that tour. I don't think you do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound like it's kind of part of the theme. Nope. Yeah. The so that's a big difference between the, the main one, the main street story, and then the holiday one will be whether or not you want to go in Walt's apartment. Mm hmm. And then this year, we also have the Plaza Inn is, a, is offering parade dining packages. So 
If you are a dining package person and you like to get reserved seating for the parades, that is an option for you. Mm -hmm. um, I personally feel like you don't really need dining packages. Uh, you know, at this point in time, I feel like grab a snack, grab like a little bit of curb and just wait for 30 minutes and you'll do all right. Mm -hmm. um, but if you like to have a place to sit, I think you get to actually sit at a table maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, really... <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of details for that either. And I'm for my family, I'm kind of trying to decide whether or not that should be a priority if because we've had like with the Main Street Electrical Parade, we had really good luck of getting a spot for the late. Mm -hmm. I believe it was the second show that we did that we got a pretty good spot. And I've always never really needed the dining package. So we're still right. on the fence of whether or not we're going to do that for the holiday parade. Yeah, and that that's kind of the way I've played it out too. And I've always done just fine. Even when it was the busiest opening night for the Main Street Electrical Parade, we weren't able to get a dining package and we were we still did fine, you know. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit of little bit of time ahead of a little bit of waiting, not too much waiting, but if you just take a few minutes, 30 minutes or so before um, the parade time, you can usually find a little spot. So, and you can kind of gauge throughout the day too. If you get a couple hours before parade time and people are already staking out a spot, maybe find a spot a little bit like an hour out and <laughs> take yeah. turns. You know, <laughs> the dining packages definitely aren't required. No, to get no. a good spot. I am so excited about coming for Christmas like oh my god I love me too I love Halloween time but uh this girl's I'm team Christmas over here oh I'm my very god excited. Yes. I love it so much that I haven't really <laughs> I haven't really said this to anyone and maybe I'll keep this in but I'm actually gonna go twice so I'm gonna go yay once. I'm gonna go once <laughs> with my family and then I'm gonna go another time with my friend but it will also That's be the last fun. weekend of the holiday season and I am expecting yeah. it to be so incredibly busy super busy uh, yeah uh, yeah but yeah it's gonna be so much fun thank you melanie for joining us today that was awesome tips and tricks and also getting ready for the holiday season i feel like you really ran down everything to expect like everything that i didn't even know about i i made i took notes myself but please <laughs> let us know where we can find you and any projects that you're working on that, that you want people to know about absolutely so obviously you guys can find me on instagram I am the Disney RN. Um, I've got some little underscores in there. So the underscore Disney underscore RN. And so, I mean, you'll find the tips and tricks on there. Um, I post reels usually Monday through Friday, but I also offer specialized itineraries. So if you are clueless and you don't know what's going on, Disneyland has changed a lot and it's overwhelming you. Send me a DM. We can talk about possibly creating a personalized itinerary for your family to help maximize your time in the parks and hopefully create a low stress experience for you. So, um, and I just want to thank Hannah for having me. This was so much fun. My first ever pad podcast. And it's just gotten me so excited for Christmas. And hopefully, <laughs> and hopefully we will all see you. Yes. In the parks. And yes. And this is, I, I joked around with Melanie a little bit, but it's like a starstruck moment because she's, <laughs> it's always awesome when you meet people that you've been following and they're just as awesome as you hoped they would be. And so thank you so much again for like coming on the podcast. Cause this is definitely a highlight for me. And I hope we can meet up in the parks during one of our trips in the future. Yep. hundred percent. My pleasure. All right. <laughs> well, thank you so much. And I hope